Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 586. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about 10 pointers for building wealth. And this comes to us from a Market Watch article that was written by Dennis Friedman. And it says, I've been reading about how people aren't saving enough money and how almost half of all Americans carry a balance on their credit cards. Looking to be more financially prudent? Here are 10 pointers on how to build wealth and gain financial security over your lifetime. Number one, save for a reason. Saving money is the key to building a substantial portfolio. One secret to being a good saver, have something worthwhile to save for. It might be home ownership or early financial independence. Whatever it is, write it down and post it where you can see it every day. That constant reminder will keep you on the right track and help you get in the habit of saving money. Number two, invest in stocks. This is another crucial component of building wealth. My advice, buy broad-based U.S. and international stock index funds. You'll capture the stock market's results at low cost, and that's proven to be a winning strategy over the long haul. So I just want to pause there and say, I think one of the most important strategies for building wealth over your lifetime is investing in stocks so you can get to those higher rates of compounding, but it's also starting very early investing in stocks if you can. And if you can't, just start whenever you're starting, even if you're starting at 65. It doesn't matter. It's good to just start. Number three, attend an affordable college. Education debt is a problem for many young Americans. You need to find a quality college that won't leave you in too big a financial hole. According to research from the College Board, it takes an average 12 years to recoup the cost of a bachelor's degree. In other words, by then, you typically have earned enough to recover the cost of the college degree, plus the lost income from the time you were out of the workforce while studying. Use that 12 years as a guideline in choosing a college. Will it take you far longer to recoup your costs? You may want to find a less expensive college. Number four, invest early. Take advantage of compounding by investing as much as possible at a young age. If you do this, you won't have to save as much to meet your financial goals. What about the need to build up an emergency fund that'll cover six months of living expenses? You might fund a Roth IRA and have it do double duty, both acting as an emergency fund and starting you on long-term investing. You can withdraw your contributions from a Roth at any time for any reason with no taxes or penalties owed, provided you don't touch the account's investment earnings. I have to say, I really like that idea in terms of the emergency fund. And I think that's a good way to have an emergency fund, but still have your money working hard for you and get it compounding rather than just sitting there at a 1% interest rate. Number five, automate your investing. 
Take advantage of the tax-favored savings programs available to you, such as an IRA, Roth IRA, and 401k. Put your savings on autopilot by having your contributions deducted directly from your paycheck or bank account. This is a painless and efficient way to build wealth. Well, I have to say I agree. The most powerful way to invest is to automatically invest. That takes the emotion out of investing and you're investing at regular intervals no matter what the stock market is doing. If the stock market's going up, you're buying a few less shares. If the stock market goes down, you're buying more shares. But over time, investing on a regular basis has shown that you can actually average a less expensive cost basis on your investments. In other words, if you put everything in at once, you'd pay one amount, let's say $10,000, but if you invested over time, your average might be $9,500. So you're saving $500 by investing over time and getting in at an average lower cost. Number six, manage your debt load. Many people in their 30s will face critical lifestyle choices that can affect their ability to save money. You might be contemplating buying your first home or purchasing a luxury car. The associated expenses can last for years and even decades. You need to make sure you can afford these lifestyle decisions. Make sure your total monthly debt payments are 36% or less of your total gross monthly income. Remember, people who are successful in building wealth live below their means. Number seven, don't look at your portfolio. With any luck, by your 40s, you're starting to accumulate some serious money. Try not to check your investment performance too frequently. Many investors end up trailing the market because they make too many emotional changes to their portfolio. And I have to agree with that. A lot of times what's happening is emotions are getting away from people. When they see the market drop 10 or 20%, they get scared, they panic, they sell at the bottom, and then they've lost money when the market rebounds and continues going up again. That is being your own worst enemy. So I agree, don't look at your portfolio too much, or better yet, when the market goes down, you just have to convince yourself to hang in there and let it rebound so that you can recoup your money and it will come back. I know it's gut-wrenching. I've been through it many times myself. I don't like it, but I've learned that I have to stay invested. That's the only way to continue to get your money back and then some. Number eight, play catch-up. Once you turn age 50, the IRS allows you to make additional contributions to your retirement accounts. You can invest an extra $6,000 each year in your 401k plan for a total of $25,000 in 2019. You can also contribute an additional $1,000 a year to your IRA for a total of $7,000. This is an excellent way to increase your savings rate. Yes, I talked about catch-up plans in my book and for people who are in their 50s and above who are trying to catch up and make up for lost time, this is a great way to do it. Number nine, trim taxes. In your 60s, you need to take a closer look at how taxes will affect your retirement income and especially withdrawals from IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. If you're in a low tax bracket, this may be the time to convert part of your traditional retirement accounts to a Roth, thereby reducing the taxes you owe once you start required minimum distributions at age 70 and a half. And number 10, delay social security. 
If you're in good health and can afford to wait, you should defer Social Security until age 70. For instance, if your full Social Security retirement age is 66 and you delay getting your monthly benefit until age 70, it'll be 32% larger. A bigger Social Security benefit is the best inflation-adjusted annuity you can buy. It would also help protect you in your later years when you might be running through your other money. Yes, and one other thing that nobody really likes to talk about, but since women often outlive men, if you're married, you want to have your husband take his Social Security as late as possible because if he does predecease you, you'll get the higher rate for the rest of the surviving spouse's life. That's an easy plan that you can do that can help maximize your Social Security benefits. As always, I will leave a copy of the article in the show notes and on my website. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit that subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. And don't forget, the full library of podcasts is on my website. You've got to go to lindapjones.com forward slash podcasts in order to get the other 285 podcasts that iTunes doesn't carry. You can go to my podcast page and then use the search bar in the upper right-hand corner to search whatever topic you want to know more about. Remember, most of the wealth mentoring podcasts that I do are classic and evergreen, and unless they're performance-oriented regarding investments, they usually are still as relevant as when I first created them. So go check out the full library at lindapjones.com forward slash podcasts. And if you're interested in investing in my inner circle, the VIP experience, fill out the short questionnaire that I have in the show notes. I'd be happy to answer your questions and see if it's a good fit for you. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.